0: This is comic shenanigans, episode 617, comic reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 3rd, and Wednesday, October the 10th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 617. It's our comic reviews episode. Uh, usually we uh, take a look at uh, the week, uh, one week's worth of comics, but today we're actually going to be looking at two. I was uh, looking at my schedule for, and this is going to sound ridiculous, up until episode 700. And I was like, well, if I want to do episode 700 um, you know, on the seventh anniversary of the show, do I have to do any skip weeks? Because uh, if I do two episodes a week, that's 104 episodes a year. The last two years, I was able to do uh, the 100th episodes uh, 500 and 600 on the 5th and 6th year anniversaries, so I was trying to uh, manipulate that and check that, I was like, oh, it actually makes sense if I do two weeks uh, of the year where I do uh, compressed episodes, and I was already running behind on this episode, getting uh, releases up for the week of October the 3rd, uh, which was funny to me, because originally on October the 4th, I'd recorded one review of the, I think, six books I'd read, I was like, oh man, I'm going to do it, I'm I'm, going to get this out on time, and then I just never did, and it just kept getting later and later and later, and it just never happened so uh, at this point it's been a week since I've had a, uh, a, um, a release so i decided you know what just taking the skip week, just taking it as it is, and uh, today we're looking at comics that came out October 3rd and October the 10th. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a lot of time, so uh, this is going to be a, a lightning-fast episode, or at least I'm going to try to be a little lightning-fast. Some of these books I have not read um, probably in almost two weeks, uh, so I might be a little uh, scantier on some of the details. Uh, some of them I have read more recently, some of them it's been a little bit longer. Uh, So let's jump right in, why don't we? Uh, So first, uh, October 3rd, a lot of releases came out. Some of the books I will not be talking about, just quickly, include Champions, Cloak and Dagger, Deadpool, Deathstroke, Doctor Strange, Green Arrow, Green Lanterns, Infinity War, Sleepwalker, Iron Fist, Justice League, Marvel Universe Magazine, uh, Shadowstar, Star Wars, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Weapon H, Weapon X, X X-Men Black. Uh, So what did I read? Well, I read Batman 56... Um, which I liked uh, a lot. Um, I also found it a little frustrating at the same time, just because it doesn't do anything to pay off from the great uh, finale of the last issue. Uh, it's written by Tom King, artwork by Tony S. Daniel. Uh, we have a lot more. It's a really interesting examination of uh, Batman's determination to find out uh, who shot um, Nightwing, and at the same time, we get um, a, a story all about uh, KG Beast um, and his uh, kind of origin and his time with his father. Uh, very interesting. Um, I thought the artwork for the most representative although the one shot of Batman uh, when it says run, just something about that angle didn't quite work for me. It didn't quite seem um, uh, intimidating enough for Batman, which is weird. Um, overall, I thought the issue was pretty good, although the backgrounds are relatively scant. Although, um, the work by the colorist, I guess to kind of fill in the blanks on the uh, the shot, the page where Batman's um, trudging through the snow, I thought was really cool. Um, it reminded me of, I feel like it reminds me of, was it the movie adaptation of I'm trying to think of something else. I was thinking of um, uh, death in the family, but was it, it just really works. I just the the issue itself is great. I'm going to give it an eight and a half out of ten. I think it was fantastic. However, what did not I not like about this is that it doesn't care about the climactic. You know, uh, finale of the last issue. Um, we have this amazing ending uh, where Nightwing gets shot, and then they don't do anything about it. They m- briefly, rec- you know, say that that he's alive, and obviously, if you read Nightwing, then you'll kind of see more about what happens with Batman. It just feels so weird to have a cliffhanger like that and not not address it at all. You have, I think, one brief moment where uh, Alfred mentions something about. Um, Nightwing, but that's about it. And it just feels very weird and, and doesn't seem right. Otherwise, I thought this was a fantastic issue and I really enjoyed it. So I'm going to get an eight, eight and a half out of five. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, oh, what do you know? Nightwing. Uh, Nightwing number 50. Um, so this is where you actually see the aftermath of what happened in Batman. Um, this, I liked it. It Here's the thing. Like, it's it's really... It's interesting that it kind of just jumps forward and on the one hand I don't I don't like part of it but I also think it's an interesting angle to go for the character. I just don't know how long that's going to last if that makes any sense. Like I think the concept of Nightwing having a devastating injury which kind of changes his personality and his you know kind of alters his association with his memories and who he is is actually a really kind of stunning look at the character and I thought it was very interesting. Um so that, that part I think is really kind of thrilling and interesting to kind of see where they're going to go with this. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, it's written by Benjamin Percy work by Travis Moore, Chris Mooneyham and Klaus Janssen. Um, And you can kind of tell the ones where the inks by Jansen are stronger. Um, I was not a big fan of the flashback sequences. Uh, I just think that I just did not like the art style there that Jansen used. It was a little too heavy. Uh, I didn't really enjoy it. Otherwise, I really like this idea of this kind of this new Dick Grayson. Um, Is it the Dick Grayson I love and enjoy reading about? Of course not. Um, But I appreciate that they're going to try and tell a different type of story. And I like the interactions that uh Dick has with, with uh Barbara and so I'm I'm really kind of entertained and interested in where they're gonna go with this. So I'm gonna give this issue an eight out of ten. It's a, a long issue, a lot of going on, uh sets up a new status quo. I really enjoyed it. Next up we have the Superior Octopus number one by Christos Gage and Mike Hawthorne. Um this was uh for the most part a lot of fun. Um you know, it, it's it's further developing the character of Otto Octavius and kind of uh, what, he, you know, the fact that you don't just get away from Hydra and him kind of having to deal with Hydra. And then we have um, a bit of a backup, which is all about setting up Spider-Geddon, which I don't really care about, Um but it's interesting direction in terms of how to set it up and how to kind of show the web warriors were done, and then it's kind of the superior octopus that kind of inadvertently kind of sets up uh, the return of the uh, inheritors. Um, This overall issue, I'm going to give an 8 out of 10. I thought it was pretty solid. I I, Not as huge a fan of the backup, but it was good as well. It it wasn't bad. It was just not necessarily to my taste uh, in terms of stories I want to see told. Um, because I just I was not a big fan of Spider Verse to begin with, so seeing a return to kind of that world is not something I wanted to see. Um, It doesn't make it a bad issue. um, It's just not something I particularly wanted. Um, I could have done with almost anything else. I just did not need that story. That being said, so it's written by Jed McKay. Our work by Mark Bagley. Mark Bagley really. You know, you can give him anything and it's going to look fantastic. So uh, overall, I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, Next up, we have Typhoid Fever Spider-Man, number one. Did not like this at all. Um, I just didn't really care for it. and It's trying to be trippy and kind of tell a, a weird, crazy kind of typhoid story, but I just didn't really buy it. I found myself really bored by it. I didn't think the artwork was that great. Um, I was just disinterested I don't really care to see another issue of this and I didn't realize originally when I kind of read it that it was going to be that it's written by clay McLeod Chapman um, no relation uh, our work by Stefano Landini uh, our uh, sorry colors colors by Rochelle Rosenberg um, I just did not care for this this just this issue wasn't for me um, I just I didn't really care for the portrayal there's been a lot of typhoid Mary stories over the world uh, sorry over the over time and over the history of comics, and I just did not care for this at all. Uh, next up is What If Flash Thompson Became Spider-Man. This I really, really enjoyed. I thought this was fantastic. Um, there's just so much to like here. Even the unseen kind of be- taking the uh, the place of the, the, um, the watcher in the old school uh, What If comics, as much as I'm not a huge fan of, uh, of the unseen as a character, um, I still kind of... I, it, it captured the vibe of What If pretty well. It's written by Jerry Conway, artwork by Diego oler Um I just thought the artwork was actually really, really good. I hope he does more work. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was so good. And at certain points, it kind of reminded me of Mark Bagley in the most positive ways. Um, even, you know, kind of mimicking and doing the the classic um, uh, Master Plan of Sega Spider-Man with the machinery off him and, and trucking it off was really well done. I thought this was just a, such a fun story, so interesting. Um I like the again, I like the directions it takes. I like how it casts the characters. Um I think this might be my favorite book from, from October 3rd. Um this was great. I'm gonna give it a nine. Like this is so good. I was so invested every step of the way. Uh really dug it. And speaking of a book I did not care for at all, uh we got What If the X-Men Were uh by what Brian Edward Hill, Neil Edwards, and grannis or Giannis Milingis, I don't even know if that's correct. Um this is some weird What if story that I didn't really get. I didn't really understand the world. I didn't, I just found myself like I couldn't really get into this weird X story. I don't know what this was. Uh, I don't necessarily think it was bad. I just don't think it was for me at all. I just didn't care. I couldn't get into it. And so I, you know, I just, I just was bored. Um, So I'm going to give that a five. Uh, Looking forward quickly at October 10th, as I'm running out of time, uh, books I uh, have not read yet include Avengers, Captain America, Catwoman, uh, Cursed Comics, Cavalcade, Hawkman, Iceman, Immortal Hulk, Infinity Wars, Ms. Marvel, Red Hood, Outlaw, uh, Spider-Geddon, Spider-Man, Deadpool, Suicide Squad, Superman, The Flash, Titans, Venom, What If Peter Parker Became the Punisher, Wonder Woman, X-23, and X-Men Black Mojo. So what did I read? Well, I read... Sp- Amazing Spider-Man number seven, which I actually really enjoyed. It's interesting though, whenever I see Humberto Ramos on a Spider-Man issue, I kind of, uh, I only think of Dan Slott as the writer, which is, I guess just, I just think that way, even though obviously he's done a lot of Spider-Man stories that were not with, those, with, uh with Slott. Uh, this has been by Nick Spencer. Our work is fantastic by, um, as I said, uh, Humberto Ramos, and I, there's some Steve Lieber here as well. Um, I actually really enjoyed this. I thought it was really interesting. The only part I didn't really care for was the last few pages, all about Kingpin and the same character that kind of dealt with um, uh, Mysterio and this creepy character um, that, you know, kind of. Is you know is the king and kind of uh, is in charge and it's not the kingpin. I just didn't care for that. I don't. Uh, maybe they'll go somewhere that I'll really be blown away, but so far I don't really find myself that interested in it. But the rest of this issue I thought was fantastic. I really like the team up between Boomerang and uh, Peter Parker. I like Peter Parker trying to be the liar. I like the revelation about. Um, the superior foes that we saw in the last issue. Otherwise, um, other than the last four pages, I thought this was fantastic. So I'm only going to dock it a little, but it's still an eight out of ten. Like this is still a very solid read and a great book. Uh, next up, we have Ben Riley's Scarlet Spider number twenty five by Peter David and Bruno Oliveira. Um, I found this exceptionally boring. It was just you know Mephisto and Ben Riley, and I just didn't find myself that interested or caring in it. Um yeah I just found this kind of boring and I don't really get it and even even the ending uh with like Ben uh kind of doing something pretty bad to uh to uh to kane like I just felt this was a weird and weird place to end the character weird place to end the book uh it wraps up the kind of the central kind of plotline of the kid, but other than that I found it the art didn't really fit on, wasn't really on model or on tone I didn't really care for the story I, again, I kind of found myself bored by it, so yeah I did not enjoy it. And uh, last, we have Supergirl 23. Um, this I enjoyed a lot. Uh, this is by Mark Draco and Kevin McGuire. Uh, Mark Draco did the dialogue, and then you had inks by Sean Parsons and Wade Vaughn-Grabadger Gra- uh, for pages 8 to 10. And then uh, I guess the inks for most of the issue or parts of the issue were done by Flo Placentia and Chris Sotomayor, uh page what, 10, 12, 14, 18, 19. It's kind of a weird codgepodge in terms of you know, there's different different inks, different colors, uh, but generally speaking, I thought this was pretty engaging, uh, Supergirl versus the Green Lanterns, uh, as she's trying to, you know, on her mission of vengeance. I thought it was extremely compelling. Um, you know, a very a, not a fast read, but very enjoyable, um, fast-paced. Um, there's a briskness to the energy and to, uh, yeah, to everything that was kind of going on here. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought, um, you know, it... The uh, creative team really kind of sold me on the desperation uh, of Supergirl and, and really her just trying her hardest to be able to, um, you know, track down and figure out the answers. Um, I'm really interested in, in kind of how it's um, figuring out ways to explore what was set up by Bendis and Man of Steel um, and kind of you know going further with it. So I really enjoyed it. Uh, and la- uh, looking forward to next week, uh, some of the selected releases include issues of Aquaman, Batman, uh, let's see, Black Lightning, Cold, Cold Dead Hands trade paperback. We have got Batman: The Dark Knight Detective trade paperback, volume two. Uh, we got a new issue of Damage. Uh, we got Deathstroke trade paperback, volume five. Um, the Fall of Slade Rebirth, uh, or I guess Rebirth is just kind of that's just from from uh, previous world, so it's not actually called Rebirth. Um, new issue of Justice League, Justice League Dark. Uh, Lucifer number one, new issue of Nightwing. Um, we got what Sideways, trade paperback volume one, stepping out. Um, let's see from IDW. We have um, let's see Star Wars Tales from Vader's Castle number three, Optimus Prime number twenty four. Um, let's see Transformers Optimus Prime trade paperback volume four. Image we have Aphrodite five number four. We've got uh, Evolution, number 11, Gideon Falls, number 7, Hickory, number 9, uh, Stray Bullets, Bullets, Sunshine, and Roses, number 39. Uh, from Marvel, we have the Astonishing X-Men, number 16, Daredevil 609, uh, Doctor Strange, tra- trade paperback, uh, Damnation, as well as the Doctor Strange Epic Collection, uh, Master of the Mystic Arts. Uh, let's see, we got Marvel Zombie, number 1, Old Man Logan, 49, that series, I believe, uh, comes near its conclusion. Uh, we've got uh, Runaways by Ram- Rainbow Rowell, trade paperback, volume 2, Best friends forever. Uh, Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider Man three eleven uh, let's see, we have Thor number six. Uh, we have, uh, I like, I sometimes actually do pick up these true believers books and I really enjoy the, what if ones are doing right now, because those are the easiest books to just kind of grab because they're some of the true believers ones. They end up being like part one of something and I don't really feel any need to, you know, pick up, um, Daredevil 26 republished as true believers Daredevil by Bendis because it's, you know, the first chapter of, well, really a 50 issue story, but, uh, really, you know, in, in, terms of Underboss at least to six issues or so. Um, so, but, uh, the fact that you have the, what if alien caution possessed Spider-Man, I'm surprised they didn't release that right before Venom came out, but whatever. Uh, and also, uh, what if the FF had not gained their powers, uh, really enjoying them republishing old what if comics. I think that's cool. Um, I wish they would publish more from the uh, volume two that they haven't really done. Um, we got Venom Annual, we got Unstoppable Wasp Number One, we got uh, What If, Ghost Rider, and and X-Men Black Mystique. Uh, so that's just some of the releases coming out next week, uh, and really, I mean, in two days, on October the 17th. So thank you for joining me for this episode. Again, this has been episode 617. Um, the next release should be um, uh, 618 looking at I, I believe it should be a conversation with Brian Augustin uh, legendary writer and, and, um, and, and editor at DC Comics and he worked on a lot of stuff with uh, with Mark Wade so I'm really excited about that conversation and again that's coming up in a couple days I should be having the conversation in two days and then we'll have the episode uh, featuring it coming out afterwards uh, still working on rescheduling Jim Kruger and scheduling a few other interviews uh, that will hopefully happen somewhere down the line so thanks for, uh, for downloading this episode and uh, for indulging as we've given you a quick uh, shot of, I think we've talked about, what, nine comics or something uh, that came out over the course of two different weeks. Uh, so thanks for your patience. It's been a week since we've had an episode of Comic Shenanigans. Hope you enjoyed it. And we'll catch you next time uh, as we talk with Brian Augustine, hopefully. Thank you and have a great day. You can email me at shenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, read and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.